But I would argue that that work bitch has is you know is a polysemous text with many competing interpretations itself. I yeah, I think there are many many possible interpretations. I think a lot of people are probably wrong um <laughs> regarding the interpretation that they're going to take. Uh, especially considering her most recent comments on Twitter. Yes. And well, it was Instagram, right? Oh, yeah, it was Instagram. I think it was, it was Instagram. We just saw it on Twitter because Twitter is the type of place that runs with that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Going wildly getting, getting out. Yeah. Getting out to the masses. Yeah. Uh, so what she said was basically she is calling on a redistribution of wealth and like a work stoppage basically <laughs> like a, like a general strike yeah so britney right. Spe- comrade britney is is calling for a general strike and redistribution of wealth mm-hmm. which i mean so interestingly so when all of this stuff started happening she threw out there that people could dm her if they needed help paying rent or buying groceries or whatever and or specifically i think she said diapers right yeah yeah like and she said she would send you money and i i'm gonna assume that she did because people were posting screen caps of like con conversations with her so Uh uh-huh i'm gonna assume the money went through and the so the to you know to be accurate here the quote that she's that she posted up which is i'll just read it really quick during this time of isolation we need connection now more than ever call your loved ones write virtual love letters technologies like virtual communication streaming and broadcasting are a part of our community collaboration we will learn to kiss and hold each other through the waves of the web we will feed each other redistribute wealth strike we will understand our own importance from the places we must stay Communion moves beyond walls. We can still be together. And this is by a person named Mimi Zhu. And do you know who that is, Gabe? No idea. She is a queer Chinese-Australian artist based out of Brooklyn who is a community organizer and writer. Okay. And apparently has radicalized Britney Spears. (laughs) I mean, hey, you know, however you can possibly do it, that's the important—I mean— Arguably, Britney Spears has been radicalized long before this. Right. Well, I mean, and Britney Spears, you know, a complicated figure for sure, but sure. she um, she grew up in a sort of working class environment, right? Right. In the South? Yes. I don't know much about her, her backstory, but I do know that much, and I know that she kind of came from like a, a family that saw her fame as kind of like a a way out of the sort of conditions of poverty that you might expect from yeah. a working class Southern background. And I do know that she had, uh, there was some issues with her family, like her not having any control over her own money and stuff like that. And there were some of those issues. Like I think her dad or mom had power of attorney over her. And mm-hmm. so was, you know, apparently t- exploiting and taking advantage of that monetary situation. Um, right. So even though she was on paper wealthy, she apparently controlled none of it. And, you know, while still definitely living far more comfortably than most people, um, you know, she 
her labor was and the the products of her labor were not under her actual purview and control. Right. Yeah, the the there was still exploitation and extraction just because she is given some you know, higher level, higher quality of of living level than the rest of us doesn't mean that she isn't also being exploited and her talents aren't going to people who don't, you know, who who are profiting off of them without having put in any sort of work into them. Exactly. Exactly. So she is just, you know, like, just like all the rest of us, you know, sort of ripe for radicalization in, in, in the uh, economic sphere. Both at the record company level and then within the familial level. Yeah. And like, you know, the, at the record company level, right. The people that are profiting off of her, they're, they're, they're literally not talent at all. Right. Right. They're just like, find a hot girl, put together some dumb poppy bullshit. They don't write any of the music. They don't do it. All they do is they have money to invest in this project and then, you know, see a return on their investment. Exactly. Right? That's that's all they do. They're, they're like wildly unnecessary gatekeepers, which is important because the song is, you know, do you want this awesome lifestyle? You got to work for it, which is a sort of ironic twist because, you know... The people that actually have that lifestyle, most of them don't work for it. Yeah, exactly. The, the like the conspicuous spending lifestyle, most of those people are not, they've not earned it in any real way. Right. Um, and even those who are able to live such a conspicuous lifestyle of, you know, Maseratis or Lamborghinis, in all reality have gotten there by exploiting someone's labor. I have a, a story about a, a boss I used to work for. He had a a Ferrari, and the license his vanity license plate just said "Work hard." Hell yeah! And I was like, "Wait, you can get eight letters on yours?" Yeah, Is we that... we can get <laughs> wow. we can get eight letters in North Carolina. So his said "Work hard," and. I knew the story of his successful company, which was not built on hard work. It was, you know, originally it was this like digital marketing firm that he he and like several other people started. And then when they blew up, he backstabbed everybody else at the company, got them like managed to lock them out of the company and then just hired a shit ton of digital artists and stuff like that and put them to work. And It's a good move. That's a good that's a solid move. Yeah, so that's... like all of the wealth that like you know it, originally so it was like him and I think like three or four other people like they built this company, they actually built, you know, they did the labor to get it up and going and then right when it was poised to actually profit off of all that labor and work, he managed to lock out everybody else from the company and then in eventual lawsuits i think got them to settle for some amount of money while he mm-hmm. continued to basically live i mean and it was the kind of thing of you know i remember him just dicking around all day like he's the ceo of this company and he had this like little bar retail space that he was like toying around with with his money and he would just like come in in the middle of the day and like get drunk and then like ride his motorcycle home to his house and like whatever <laughs> like just just dick around all day and do nothing i mean that's funny because it's like that's you know that's certainly a thing to do but then to have the gall to put like work hard on your license plate yeah it's like dude you got almost like yeah it's it's almost like he can't 
stand the reality of the fact that he lucked into all this so he has to like project the image of hard work right right like he has to like he has to conspicuously be telling everybody else that his lifestyle is a result of his work ethic yes when it's so obviously not (laughs) when it's not it's like yeah it's absolutely not um but why why don't we dive into to work bitch by britney spears all right um, there's not going to be much to dive into, but we'll... Yeah, so there's a she poses a series of questions and then gives you an answer to that. Yes. Right, that's the entire structure of the song. Yeah, so... Is, so she asks you, you want a... And then, I say, you know, do you want a hot body? Do you want a Bugatti? Do you want a Maserati? You better work, bitch. Mm-hmm. Do you want a Lamborghini? Sipping martinis? Look hot in a bikini? You better work, bitch. You want to live fancy? Live in a big mansion? Party in France? You better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. You better work, bitch. Now, get to work, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Now get to work, bitch. So, I like this because it's, as we've already sort of stated, it's, you know, obviously these are not things that you get through hard work. These are, you know, sort of 0.1% of 0.1% kind of lifestyle things that you get either through leveraging your own non you know your leveraging your your credit um and you or just by having a shit ton of money that you didn't earn yeah you're the you're you're really your only option you're either born into money that was obtained through exploitation of other people's labor yep and you then live this lifestyle or you exploit other people's labor and get to live this lifestyle right but i think that she's sort of playing both sides here because you know there there's an irony here because we do need to work right just not necessarily in that sort of ideologically prescribed way where we work for the boss or whatever right i think that what you know the 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 underlying message is you have to work for a more equitable distribution of resources right you need to work to make sure that the fruits of you know the automated revolution are spread equitably and not just going to the people that own capital well i think there's also by posing this as a series of questions of you know do you want these like so like the hot body being hot in a bikini you know these aesthetic ideals and then these also material yeah conspicuous material things right it's not do you want to have a healthy lifestyle do you want to you know have have a social safety net do you want to be able to take care of your kids it's not things like that and so it's it's then this notion of in the same way of this capitalist ideology that we hear all the time it's like well if you don't want to be poor you need to work hard it's like you better mm-hmm. work to get these things and it's like nobody as we've said, nobody gets very few people get these things. Right. Some some models of those cars are produced in the hundreds. Not even right. thousands, hundreds of them exist. Yeah, it's not do you want a reliable Toyota, right? <laughs> that isn't yeah. the thing that she is that she is asking us. Right. She's doing a very yeah, it's sort of a it's a Socratic thing. Yeah. Right? Because I think that that her sort of some of her listeners go oh yeah i do want that stuff and they can kind of take it on just like well you know it's it's that like um you know instagram grind inspiration shit you know 
I, you know, I worked hard for these views kind of shit. Like, she can, she can conceivably have that be the message, and people can kind of take that, you know, on the surface level and go, oh, yep, you know, I want to, I want to grind, and I want to hustle every day, and I want to make sure that I can, you know, sip the martinis and go to vacation in France, and so I better, I better hustle my ass off. Right. And I think, uh, and, and you, I am looking at this as, this is almost a, a, comical parody of aspirational capitalism right right yeah like like just by working you will get all of these things you know that you know you see this as you said with like the instagram and what have you there's so much stuff that is goes on that is not necessarily hard work i would i would guess that this is very sort of tongue this is a socratic tongue-in-cheek yeah, right i would I she knows so. that yeah there's there's definitely going to be the people that take it at face value but she also knows that like most of us are going to be like no we don't want that stuff no. we just want to have like a normal life <laughs> yeah it's like this is stupid right. and then, so we get and then the, the first you know, verse work bitch get to work bitch yeah it's She's really saying that, like, we are all capitalism's bitch. Yeah. Right? That's the, that's the implication there. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's exactly, that's exactly the way it, uh, it comes across and should be interpreted. Um, yep. So we get into the first verse, the bring it on, ring the alarm, don't stop now, just be the, and then the very weird pronunciation, champion. <laughs> <laughs> Work it hard like it's your profession. Watch out now, cause here it comes. Like the, I mean, the idea of working it hard, like like what, prefer, like just be, we're just working hard as a profession in and of itself, not working hard at right. something. Well, work hard like it's your profession, which I think this goes to my alternate reading that you know the the work of organizing and yes. the work of of doing, you know, that needs to be treated like it's a profession, exactly, because that's the real thing that's gonna make your life materially better, exactly. And I think the, so, and then, this, I think this first that first chunk of the the verse first verse sets it up of the if we're reading it as this is an organizing anthem of yes. working hard. Ring the alarm, the alarm of, you know, working class solidarity. Exactly. And bring you know, bring it on. And that's where then you come in and Brittany in having now organized people and spoken yeah. about the dedication and the work that it causes to organizing is here comes the smasher. Yeah. That's like the Pinkertons. Yes. Right? Like, they're the, these are the strike breakers. These are the guys, this is the police state. These are the guys that are going to throw you in jail because, because you know, you're you're a threat to the to the bottom line. Exactly. Here comes the smasher. Here comes the master. Yep. Couldn't be clearer to me, no, to be I, honest I don't, with you. I don't think, it's all right there. It's all right there. Exactly. <laughs> so you've got you know, the police state. The police themselves are coming here to bash it in. And then here comes the big beat. The big beat disaster, you know, this the the confrontation, the clash between mm-hmm. the workers and the masters. Yep. And no war but class war, you know. Yeah, no it's war the, but the class the... war. And but it's it's funny though, because Big Beat, if you know, if she wants to slide this into the party goer set to the Instagram you know, mm-hmm. financial ins- inspiration people, then they just think of it as like a beat, like a, you know, a music beat. Yeah, exactly. But no, the beat, it's like a beat down. Yeah, no, it's a beat down. And so the thing is what, what happens, and this is the issue is labor when confronted with this violence, you know, there, it can become disillusioned. Many people are disillusioned by seeing the way in which, 
the the neoliberal system quickly organized themselves against Bernie. You know, the people a lot yeah. of people are feeling defeated. But mm-hmm. Brittany is telling us very presciently in 2013, yeah. there's no time to quit now. Just time just to, time to get, get it, it now. now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's great, right? And and you know, you can you can say this about about, you know, Bernie or, you know, just workplace organizing or whatever. But I think that, you know, if this was 2013, I think that Brittany was trying to take some lessons from Occupy. Yeah. Right? Like, because this is, right, this is, you know, work like it's your profession, agitate, you know, get in Zuccotti Park or, or wherever your your local Occupy was, and, you know, here it comes. The cops are going to raid those those encampments, and you're just going to, you. it doesn't mean you give up. It means you, you keep fighting. Yeah. You pick yourself off the ground, and you keep going. Yeah. And, you know, she asks us to pick up what she is putting down. Pick up what I'm putting down. Yeah, she's literally saying to us, understand this radical message of working class solidarity. You need to understand what I'm saying here. Exactly. And then we get back to this, the the chorus of these, these Socratic questions and the almost the futility in the just the idea of of working. That's like this. This is you're not mm-hmm. going to work to get these things. No. But now it's they're 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 reconstituted, right? So a hot body. Well, it might not be the hot body that we see in the you know in the magazines, but it's the the working class body, right? The body politic, mm-hmm. the the hot <laughs> the hotness of 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 you know the revolution. Exactly, and we and so I think this this whole idea this makes with the after the first verse this this co- second chorus where. You know, we have these ideas of the class struggle now seated truly very firmly from the first first verse that these ideas of like just you if you work hard seem even more ludicrous. Right. Yeah. We're we're now everybody should be in on the joke at this point. Exactly. I also want to say that when she asks about partying in France, I think that that's an allusion to the Paris Commune, right? Yeah, I mean, that's I mean it, that yeah exactly. I mean, I, I think, uh, um, I mean, I assume that the, the record company probably nixed the hidden track of the Internationale mm-hmm. at, the end of the, at the end of the record. But I, I bet there's some deep cut of where that exists. Yeah. Yeah, there was a secret song called A Spectre is Haunting Europe, Bitch. <laughs> and they they didn't uh, they didn't want to put it on there for some reason for whatever reason yeah so the second verse break it off break it down see me come you can hear my sound yeah that's the sound that's the ringing of revolution as Phil Oaks would call exactly. it right that's the sound yeah and you know, tell somebody in your town spread the word spread yep. the word. Mm-hmm. This is this is community organizing. This is, this is mobilizing. This is organizing. That's exactly what this is. Exactly. And I bring the treble. Don't mean to trouble you. Well, hold oh, on. Sorry. Go, call, go the call the police. Go call the governor. Go call the governor. Right. The, the idea is that, this, that, you know, don't make any mistake that, that our government is run by the capitalist interests. That's what she's saying. Right. Right. Because, you know, you could call these people against us. They're, they're, they're with us or they're against us. And right now they're probably against us. So, you know, 
Exactly. We're going to have to out-organize them, too. Exactly. And that's where I bring the trouble. Don't mean to trouble you. I make the governor call me the governor. Call me the governor. Yeah, that's the, the overtaking of, of the state apparatus, right? That's That's what she's saying. And I am the bad bitch, the bitch that you'll never know. Yep. I mean, I think that speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the bad bitch of communism. Yeah, the bad bitch of communism. Is. I mean, the whole the whole thing is the the idea is that it is in the bitch that you'll never know. I mean, you know, not to belabor the point, but it is we it is as an organization, as a group of people, you know, you it is it is an idea. You can never truly know that person it's not a person it's a it's a notion it's an organization of people so you never Mm -hmm. know the one person because it isn't one person it's all of us together yeah and then isn't there something about like you know one you gotta you have to have one foot on the ground and one foot in the clouds or something like that yeah the idea of like you have to understand reality as it is but you also have to sort of have a a vision of a better world. Exactly. And I think that hold your head high fingers to the sky is kind of a, a nod to that. Yes. I th- And I think that is the thing is the hold your head high is fingers to the sky is also just this notion of, you know, the working class needs to hold their head up that, that we have so much to be proud of all of our labor and value that we've created. And that, you know, they, they are going to try us. They're going to try you. But they mm-hmm. can't deny you. Nope. Yeah, and that's you know that's the inevitability of the uh, of the revolution. Exactly. Keep it moving higher and higher. Keep and this is the important part. Keep building higher and higher. Yep. You know, building these coalitions, building the movement, building the revolution. Yep. Hold your head high, fingers to the sky. Now they don't believe you, but they're gonna meet you. Mm-hmm. Right, and so you know. They're they're gonna you know oh that's just you know that's just pie in the sky nonsense but who you're you're gonna find out exactly you're gonna find out pretty soon and you know at first they're not gonna you know they don't take the threat seriously but when they do mm-hmm. they will meet us toe to toe yep so again keep moving higher and higher keep it moving higher and higher and higher. And, and then work, 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 work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, the bottom line is you gotta, you gotta work. You gotta yep. make. That's that's what organizing is. Look, it's not just you know, it's not just goofing off with your friends as much as I like goofing off with my friends. It's you gotta put in the effort because a better world is possible, but only if we if we work for it. Exactly. And so I think Brittany, comrade Spears, has joined us in the work of creating a better world. Yep. And as it's it's not just a saying, you know, especially right now in these in the in these trying times of of the pandemic, it truly is socialism or barbarism. Gabe, does this song slap? Fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> oh yeah. I actually can I be honest, I don't really like the song, but I like the <laughs> I like the sentiment. <laughs> yeah, but you know, this one this one goes out to to Comrade Spears mm-hmm. joining us on the front lines of the revolution. We will feed each other, redistribute wealth, strike. We will understand our own importance from the places we must stay. Communion moves beyond walls. We can still be together. 
It's kind of a beautiful message. It really is. It really is. All right, and we're out. (laughs) Next time on Does It Slap, we'll be talking about idols. Never fight a man with a perm. You can find Does It Slap on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, shit, just about everywhere. Did you like what you just heard? Well, share it with someone, just one other person who might also like this episode. Word of mouth is still the best way for us to bring leftist music commentary and criticism to as many people as we possibly can. We'll even consider it your praxis for the day. Follow us on Twitter at Does It Slap Pod. Our theme music is provided by the patron saints of Slap, New Junk City. Find a link to their band camp down in the episode description. Our cover art is done by Jeremy Hammond. Find him on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Boom. And we're out.